the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The people who end up in hell, who reject the message of the cross, are not going to sit around like men in a sauna, bragging about how successful they were in business, how rich they made themselves, how many toys they enjoyed. None of that's going to matter in hell. If you miss going to heaven because you reject the message of the cross, nothing else matters. Well, that is at the heart of it, isn't it? It's not what we've done or how we've prospered in this life, but what we have done with Christ, what Christ has done with us. Welcome to Study Verse by Verse. Our look at 1 Corinthians and the wisdom of God continues on this Wednesday broadcast. Join us for another look at this wisdom of God. Here's Pastor Leighton Sheely with today's broadcast of Study Verse by Verse. There's only two ways, one of two ways to approach God. We can either approach Him through our own wisdom and our own strength, human speculation, or we can approach Him because of divine revelation. And only one works, divine revelation. We can find God because He has shown us the way, not because we found it in our own strength or our own wisdom. And that's why Paul continues Remember, dear brothers and sisters, that few of you were wise in the world's eyes or powerful or wealthy when God called you. Few were considered wise, sophoi, referring to intellectuals or philosophers or the educated. <clears throat> powerful, dunatoi, referring to the politicians and decision makers in government. Wealthy, eugenius, uh, literally those of noble birth or aristocracy, where wealth was passed from one generation to the next. And so by using these three terms, Paul was pointing out that it is not our intellectual or political or social position that qualifies us to be chosen by God. In fact, God does not seek out people whom the world admires. Instead, he reveals himself to those with humble and contrite and searching hearts, regardless of their worldly position. This is not to be misconstrued to suggest that God excludes the intellectual or the powerful, or the wealthy from salvation. But more often than not, people who are in such position depend upon their, their position for their salvation. Instead, God shows things the world considers foolish in order to shame those who think they are wise. And he chose things that are powerless to shame those who are powerful. And God chose things despised by the world, things counted as nothing at all. And use them to bring to nothing what the world considers important. You know, in these verses, notice how many times that Paul uses the words God chose or he chose. In fact, if you mark your Bibles, you might want to underline them or circle those words or highlight them. Because that's the point that Paul, that Paul is trying to get across here. You did not choose God. He chose you. And you notice the kind of people that God chooses. God doesn't choose people for his team who are arrogant, who boast or think that they're important, who think, God, you are so fortunate, I have chosen to be on your team. 
In fact, people who think they're important are rarely chosen by God. In fact, the Bible tells us that God has an aversion to proud people. James 4, 6 says, God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. God did not choose us because he was impressed with us. He loves us in spite of ourselves, and he chose us because he loves us. You know, as humans, we want to hide those less attractive parts of our personage. We're ashamed of them. But we can't hide anything from God. He knows about all of the ugliness in our lives. He knows about every weakness we have. He knows about every sin we've ever committed or ever will commit. And still, he chose us anyway. God picked us because he loves us, not because he was impressed with us. And that's why Paul continues writing, as a result, no one can ever boast in the presence of God. It doesn't even make any sense for someone to say, God, you need me. You need me on your team. You need me because I'm smart or talented or popular or rich or whatever. God, you need me. It doesn't make any sense. Why? Because if you're smart, who gave you the smarts? If you're talented, who gave you the talents? If you're rich, who gave you the ability to gather and to manage wealth? See, it doesn't even make any sense to boast in the presence of God. Anything we can do is because God has allowed us and provided us the ability to do that. God doesn't need us. We need him. And we need the cross and the message of the cross. God has united you with Christ Jesus And for our benefit, God made him to be wisdom itself. Christ made us right with God. He made us pure and holy, and he freed us from sin. Therefore, as the scriptures say, if you want to boast, boast only about the Lord. It's because God chose us that we have the benefits of being in Christ, of being made right with God, of being made pure and holy. And freed from sin. And this because of God's love for us. Not because he needed us. And we should never be ashamed of the message of the cross. We should never more highly value the acceptance and approval of our co-workers. Or our friends. Or our family. Or our neighbors. Than the message of the cross. Now I'm not suggesting that we be needlessly abrasive or aggressive in, in sharing the message of the cross. If someone is spiritually dead, they're not going to respond to the message of the cross regardless of how persuasive your arguments may be. But because some Christians are ashamed of the message of the cross, they, they distort, they, they warp the message of the cross to make it more socially acceptable. They may focus on God's love and God's mercy and and, and tend to ignore God's requirements for justice because they know that people don't want to hear that God is a God of justice. They may even refuse to answer a question that the Bible provides the clear answer for because the answer is 
socially unacceptable. It's politically incorrect. It is wrong to compromise the message of the cross in pursuit of social acceptability. It is also wrong to be needlessly abrasive or arrogant or condescending to those who are spiritually blind. If we're going to boast about anything, it should never be about us. It should be about Christ. If we make some spiritual progress in our life, we should say, Thank you, Jesus. Glory to Jesus. If we overcome some sin in our life, we should say, Thank you, Jesus. Glory to Jesus. If we're blessed with success in ministry or business, we should say, Thank you, Jesus. Bless you, Lord. We're given prosperity or are allowed to have our our debts reduced. We say, thank you, Jesus, for allowing me to do what you've allowed me to do and investing in your kingdom. But always give the glory to the Lord. Boast only about the Lord. You know, when it comes down to it and life ends, the only thing that matters is that we have accepted and been saved through the message of the cross. The people who end up in hell, who reject the message of the cross, are not going to sit around like men in a sauna, bragging about how successful they were in business, how rich they made themselves, how many toys they enjoyed, how wise or educated or famous they were among peers of the world. None of that's going to matter in hell. If you miss going to heaven because you reject the message of the cross, nothing else matters. Charles Spurgeon, the prince of preachers, said, I expect to be amazed by three things when I first arrive in heaven. I will be delighted by those I find are actually there. I will be shocked to note who isn't there, whom I assumed I would see. And I will be speechless with wonder as I realize that by God's grace, I am there. Charles Spurgeon. Someday we who have received the message of the cross will stand overwhelmed at the wonder of the grace and the glory of God. Paul says that we who believe in the message of the cross may look foolish in the eyes of those who are destined for destruction. So I ask you today, what's it going to be for you? What's important to you? What is it that you value most? Is it to be socially acceptable and looking good? Or are you willing to stand up for the message of the cross even when people around you look upon that message as being foolish? That's the issue that Paul addresses in this passage that we've looked at this morning. Let's pray. Lord, we are so thankful that you have chosen us. And that you have brought spiritual life where there was spiritual death. That you've opened our eyes. 
to see our need. And you have revealed your solution through Jesus Christ, your only begotten Son, our Lord and Savior. Lord, as we go forth from this place, may we bring glory and honor to you. May people look upon us, but seek and see you. May you get all of the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And amen. Well, friend, you have been listening to Study Verse by Verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely from Church of the Highlands right here in San Bruno. We would invite you to join us if you're not attached to a church at this time. Consider a visit with us. We can be found at highlands.us. All of our contact information, directions, service times, location, it's all there at highlands.us, as well as information about this radio program, Study Verse by Verse, and Pastor Leighton Sheely. Tomorrow, we'll continue our look at 1 Corinthians as we turn our attention to Chapter 2. Join us then for Study Verse by Verse. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.